Looking for a great math program? CTC Math provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective by using creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your child's attention. Here's a great testimonial from Lori, one of the many listeners of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. She said, one day my 10 year old was in tears over math. I tried my best to help, but ended up in tears as well. We prayed together and that very night I received an email offer for CTC Math. The following Monday, we reviewed the curriculum together. She was willing to give it a shot and we have never looked back. Start your free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the podcast and Merry Christmas. I am so excited to have Abby on with me again today. Hi, Abby. Hello, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to you. And we should say Merry Christmas Eve Eve as people are listening to this two days before Christmas. Merry Christmas Eve Eve. I think that's a thing, right? I think it's a thing. I don't know. I just I just calculate it by when I can start eating all the cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that that can happen at any time, just like music. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like this whole debate about when people can start listening to Christmas music. Oh, for sure. I think it's when the time changes. No, that's too late. (laughs) No, when the time changes, like end of October, beginning of November. When does the time change? It um, it changed. I think at the beginning of November this year. Oh, you think that's too late? When do you start? Okay, here's here's my rule, and I think this should be the actual like law, like written in stone. Got it. As soon as the stores start pulling out Christmas stuff. Then the Christmas music. I think comes the Christmas on. music can come on, which is like in July, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and let's let's when I say stores, let's think of like Hobby Lobby because okay, they start pulling stuff out like in the summertime. Yeah, they do. People have to start on their Christmas crafts that early. It's true. It is true. And so I think if there is Christmas stuff in the stores, I think then it we should can be, listen to Christmas music. Yes, I think it should be legal. To and listen and to my Christmas husband music. says not until after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's his hard and fast rule, but he's not home all day. So I I feel like when he gets home, we turn it off (laughs) when he's not home. We can listen to Christmas music. Now, Do you feel like that's being rebellious when he's gone? (laughs) I don't because he doesn't care as long as we're not all singing it when he gets home. (laughs) Just kidding. Everybody put the the Christmas bells away. (laughs) Dad's home. (laughs) Put the ugly Christmas sweaters in the drawers. (laughs) Yes. Okay. so then the other question is, when do you take the tree down? Oh, well, so do you think, go all the way till after the new year. OK, you want to hear a funny story? I'm um, ready. Brooklyn, my oldest, was born the day after Christmas. She was our Christmas miracle. Aww. And yeah, she missed Christmas Day by five hours. I was so bummed out. Wow. I actually wanted her to be born on Christmas Day because I thought either way, she's going to have a Christmas birthday because her due date was right. the 27th. And I just thought, you know what? It would be great for her to just share a birthday with Jesus. And so yeah. I wanted her to be born on Christmas Day, but she came five hours late and it was still the greatest Christmas ever. Aww. As a matter of fact, that day we went because we knew that she was coming. And, and so we celebrated Christmas with our families the day or the week before. And that year was 2005 was when uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, the first movie came out. And so we went to see that movie and um, then after that was when we went to, oh, we went to see the movie. We went to and had a really nice dinner, just the two of us. And then Aww. we went straight to the hospital and had a baby a few hours later. What fun. It was awesome. But wow. I had a newborn and I was trying to figure out this whole mom thing. And 
And in my mind, I was like, well, you know, babies don't take a lot of time because all they do is like sleep and you change their diaper every now and then and they <laughs> you feed them every now and then. Well, my baby, as it turns out, she was tongue tied. And so it would take uh, her literally an hour to eat. To and then eat. I had to feed her another couple hours later. So oh, no. anyway, I held her in my arms all the time and I was glad to do that. And it was the greatest time ever. But I remember vividly my mother-in-law coming over at in February, it was Valentine's Day. Oh, and she no. Goes, Do you want me to help you take down your Christmas tree? <laughs> no way. Kidding. That is hilarious. And you're like, why not? In a few more months, I can start listening to Christmas music. Might as well leave it up. <laughs> right. So so that's oh, that year. That's hilarious. It was still up on Valentine's Day. But um, that no, is hilarious. <laughs> but typically, wow. no, I don't. We don't leave it out there. I, I feel like after Christmas, like all the magic is gone. From yeah, it, and then I'm ready to take it down, like right at I the know. new year. How about you? See, and well, I feel my family. I guess all my weaknesses come out around the holidays, <laughs> because um, the day after Christmas, I'm like, okay, we've had it up. This has been awesome. Christmas is over. Let's take it down. And they're like, wait, can we have it up for like one more day? I'm like, nope, Christmas is over. It's the 26th. <laughs> Let's get it down. <laughs> and I want to not be that way. So I'm going to work on it this year, but sometimes we put it up at Thanksgiving. And by then it's like, it's been up for five weeks. All the pine needles are on the ground, right? I just really want to mop. Like I really just want to mop. So on the 26th, I start taking it down and they all cry. And oh my um, goodness. So yeah, but we're working through that. Let's talk about this pine needle thing then, because (laughs) that means you have a real Christmas tree. Yes, As opposed to the fake cheesy one that we used to have. We don't even have one now because we're nomads, but before nomad lifestyle we had it we had yeah, a, that's not a conducive to carrying trees it's with you not. actually actually last year we went and bought one at the dollar tree and oh, decorated it with little teen i told the girls i think we went and i said we have like 15 dollars to spend like that's our budget we're going to spend 15 dollars on christmas decorations because oh, we were fun. in the rv and so we bought a little tiny christmas tree and little tiny ornaments and we decorated and it was really fun. We had a really oh, good time. See, those it. are the best memories, though. And that's probably what they will remember, you yeah. know? Yes. So do so, you guys, do you go like cut we down do. your own tree? We go cut down our own tree. And it's really, it's always our, it, it's really a fun tradition that we do. We go out to breakfast um, and then we pack up and we go out and we chop down a tree. We sometimes take our snow machine. Sometimes we take our snowshoes because we're usually plowing through snow. And then we drag it home and has to dry for a while. And then we put it up. Oh, my goodness. That's so fun. But yeah. you're, you're back with Barbie. And so. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> so I also lumberjack, I guess. <laughs> I, I've i never, ever in my whole life cut down a tree. And I think it would be fun. Oh, I mean, I've heard of people doing that. It's but. really fun. We love it. Growing up, we had a fake tree, though. And it was just as fun. I think that whatever your traditions are are fun because they're your traditions. Because. Yeah we had a fake tree and it was so much fun to pull it out of the box and like straighten out the branches. And right. <laughs> so, you know, it was all, I think because that's not what Christmas is about. I think that whatever the traditions are, you just make it fun as a family, but we love to go get our own tree. That's so it fun. doesn't come without, you know, the family drama of I like this tree. You like that tree who picks the best tree. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> pros and cons. Yes. When Garrett was a kid, they have this funny story that my mother-in-law tells about. Um, I don't remember how old he was, but they they bought a tree. They didn't buy it at a you know, they didn't go cut it down themselves because typically in Southern California, they, they do have tree farms there, but it's not very common to go cut down your own tree, though. Some people do. But anyway, they went and bought a tree um, from a tree lot and it was wrapped up. And I think they got like a really good deal on it because it was all wrapped in like netting and stuff. And they took it home. They put it in their living room, stood it up. 
and then they cut the netting off of it. And as oh, it no. like opened up, bugs flew out everywhere. Oh, gross. Isn't no. that awful? <gasps> I know. Oh my gosh, that would be my worst. I would buy, I would never get a real tree after that. I know. I would certainly buy a fake tree after that. Right. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Someday we'll oh, get a real funny. tree because I think it would be fun. But then, you, oh. you know, if you have a fake tree, you don't have the hassle of the pine needles oh the cleanup the the pine needles and the cat that likes to climb up it and then and then we always take the christmas tree and we stick it out in the snow after christmas and then it lives there all winter and the kids like to decorate it and then they put bird seed on it for the birds and it's like a whole thing (laughs) that is so funny i can't even imagine that so it's very now do you do um, colored lights or white lights oh i white lights all the way yeah all the the way So before I had kids, you know, when I had all of my ridiculous ideas of what it was going to be like to be a parent, I I really love interior design and I like things to look very pretty and orderly. And I I had, you know, friends who had kids and their Christmas trees always looked tacky because they had, at least in my mind, because they had like their little kid ornaments and they were colorful and matched. Yes. (laughs) And I I used to think, just like I used to think, I would never homeschool. I used to think, well, when we have kids... Yeah. Our tree is still going to look really pretty. And I'm going to have oh. all the pretty matching ornaments and the pretty twinkly white lights. Right. And then I had kids. And, you know, it's as soon as they're able to make you the tacky little ornaments, oh. like they're like your favorite. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't not put them on the tree. And now. And every year you like to bring them out and yes. remember that. Yes. Yes. And so now like that is what I treasure. Oh. I love the cute little ornaments that they make with their little pictures on them. And yes, because that's what makes it your family tree. And it absolutely. doesn't need to look like a tree from a hotel yeah. lobby. It shouldn't absolutely. look like that. Which no, it shouldn't. Mine did before. And I enjoyed But that's that. because before we had kids. Right. 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 Exactly. I still have mine from when I was a little kid. And it was because a, a, my mom did the same thing. It was all the homemade gifts. Uh-huh. So the one I keep from when I was a kid, it was a styrofoam ball cut in half, which was the, ma- the manger. And then a little Play-Doh Jesus, which looks like a gremlin in it. And it hangs <laughs> on a pipe cleaner. And every year I get that out. And I, <laughs> and I love that one. But we, uh-huh. I love having the homemade, the homemade ornaments. And then every year we, I buy the family an ornament that I wrap up and they open it when we decorate the tree and it has something significant to do with what we did that year. If it was a trip we took or anything that was kind of significant to our family that year. So So that then when we decorate the tree, it's like a little going through history, you know, time. So that's always fun. Do you put the year on it or do you have? Yeah, I write the year on it. Yep. So yeah, that is so fun. That's a great tradition. I love that. I've not heard of anyone doing that. It's so, fun. And then yeah. I, I don't know how the kids are going to divide them up when it's time, but I'll have to figure that one out. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Exactly. That's why that was invented. <laughs> what other traditions do you have for you and your family? Oh, I, just the cookie day. I mean, baking day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I love one of the blessings of homeschool is we don't take the two weeks off right at one chunk. You know, we take days here and there all through the season. Right. You know, we take a day off to just bake, you know, and then we take a day off to decorate. And so I just love the freedom that we have with homeschool just when it comes to the holidays as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is so, so much fun. So we yeah. also do baking day. That is um, something we started. Brooklyn was pretty young. And I think Lacey was a baby when we started that. And um, and that's been really fun because then you can bake goodies and then you get that's a, yep. a great opportunity to go around to neighbors, yes, neighbors. and friends and just yep. be able totally. to. Totally. 
it might be a little bit awkward to go in June and be like, we baked you some cookies. <laughs> we brought you an ice cream cone that's melted. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a great outreach to do. Yes. Yeah. And so, you're learning so. fractions. So check it off the list. You just learned your fractions by right. baking. Exactly. <laughs> do you have a favorite cookie? Um, yes. So I, we, I always baked with my grandma and my mom when I was little and now my kids bake with my mom, grandma and, and myself. So we just have this long tradition of baking together and we make a, a, a Danish cookie called a spritz, but they're okay. not like the spritz that you buy at the store. They're these little round fun. And we take an old, this sounds gross, but it's not like one of those old fashioned meat grinders, but instead you have this fun little plate you put at the end of it. So when you, when you when you push it through, it makes a little fun little star shape and then you put it into wreaths. Oh, fun. Anyway, they're amazing. I think they're my favorite just because they have such a fun history of making it. My mom made them with her grandma. I made them with my grandma. My kids make them with their grandma. So that's probably my very favorite cookie. So fun. Well, the most important uh, question when at, when making any cookie yes. ever is how is the dough? Because absolutely, I love cookie dough. Yep. Way more than the cookies. And the spritz yes. cookie dough is hands down the best. Absolutely Better than best. chocolate chip cookie dough? A hundred percent, I think. I don't know. It's just amazing. I'll send you some. Okay, send me some. Because <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas cookie? Um, I don't. I don't. <laughs> dough. <laughs> The dough. The dough. Oh, you know what's the best is um ginger ginger cookie dough. Oh, I don't like from like homemade what? No. The dough though? Oh, that's sad. I don't make I don't even like like gingerbread cookies. No, not gonna happen. I don't like I'll eat it for you. (laughs) You eat them for me. I don't know what the ones are called. Uh, I should know these. Um, but I love the ones that are they're like the little um like balls with rolled in um powdered sugar. sugar. Yeah, everybody has different names for those. Yeah, I know. But I good. call them snowballs. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Are they like Italian wedding cakes or something? No, I don't know. I I don't don't know. They're know. just a little snowballs. Yeah, but they're those are good. But I, I mean, like, truly, I would prefer. I like sugar cookies. Probably yes. the best to eat. Yeah, but the frosting has to be good. And then yeah, for but sure. For dough, definitely chocolate chip. I know that's so boring. That's not that's like not Christmas a Christmas co- cookie. Wow. No. I know, but I it's really like chocolate chip cookie dough. Well, then you just, that's your <laughs> Christmas prerogative. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I would make chocolate chip cookie dough. And if you make it without, put, if you're not going to bake it, if you're making it just to eat it, if you right. don't put the egg in it and you substitute oh. it with, you substitute the egg for um, oil, like vegetable yeah. oil or olive oil, yeah. just put a little bit just for the, so it has kind of the same consistency. Right. Then you won't it, get salmonella. You won't get salmonella. And <gasps> it's just as good. Wow. Or if you have like farm fresh eggs. You could probably just put the raw egg in there, which I mean, I eat cookie dough with raw I egg anyway. I eat cookie dough all the time, but Je- it bothers Jesse thinks I'm going to die of salmonella. Well, see, now. It will be a worthy death though, because it's that good. <laughs> <laughs> now you can substitute the Perfect. oil for the egg, but you can't bake oh them obviously that way without uh, the egg. So just make yourself a big old Well, so if anybody's dough. doing their Christmas baking today, you're a little late because, <laughs> so we're just saying, we're just talking about Christmas cookies, but hopefully you've already ma- have them made. <laughs> hopefully, because if you try to go to the store today and get anything, yeah, they have no better with that. <laughs> Which by the way, do you know what one of the greatest uh, things is that I ever did on Christmas Eve was I, I needed some food. I, I mean, you know, not everything for Christmas, but I realized I needed a bunch of stuff. And I do the um, Walmart curbside pickup thing. Oh, yeah, right. And I did it on Christmas Eve. And they went oh, and did all my shopping for me. Really? It was amazing. And it was, I felt so bad because well, when I- I was going to say, I'm sad for them. Well, I drove in. I mean, they have to work anyway, but I drove into the parking lot 
And I literally wanted to like roll down my window and be like, suckers, <laughs> everyone else who's going into the store to buy their stuff. I'm like, they did my <laughs> shopping for me and it was free. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, that's hilarious. It was great. So if you need to shop <clears throat> on Christmas Eve and you have a Aww. Walmart curbside pickup near you. Grab a like a, them a shop for yeah, you. And grab a peppermint mocha and take it to them. Right. You could do that. <laughs> and your plate of cookies. That's a great idea. Yes. To bless, the curbside person. Bless the people who bring your, your yes, groceries out bring to you. Bring your groceries. It was so oh, fun. But, hey, let's take I a quick that. break and then let's come okay. back and talk some more about this. Perfect. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. No one affects your child's education more than you do. Even though others may provide the courses and the supplies you need, you have the most say regarding the quality of your student's learning experience. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. The people at BJU Press do everything they can to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to speak with an experienced homeschool consultant. All right, so we're talking about Christmas memories and Christmas traditions. Um, let's talk about um, let's talk about Christmas, and and I don't mean in the sense of like what is Christmas all about? Because we all know what right. Christmas is about, but I know you and I have talked a lot about how sometimes Christmas can be really hard for people. Right. Like Christmas expectations. I Christmas think that expectations. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about Christmas expectations. Yeah. So what do you expect Christmas? I mean, what does your average woman expect Christmas to look like? What's I, your ideal Christmas? Give me your, give me your ideal Christmas. Me, my ideal Christmas. Yeah. What so, would your dream Christmas look like? So for me, it's, um, <laughs> my dream Christmas is never anything um, like what it looks like in reality, but I think that's life. I mean, I think right. everything is yep. like that. You know, we have our fantasies about marriage and parenting and homeschooling and yep. just life in general. And we, we have this idea of what we think it's going to look like. Right. And then we like get the into the magazine, like the magazine and like Pinterest. Right. And then we yep. actually get into it and we're like, huh, that doesn't look anything like I thought it was going to look like. And I feel like for me, Christmas is often that way. You know, we, um, we love our family and, and I, I especially love being able to spend time with my girls and celebrate the birth of Jesus. But, right. um, but I know for me, like my ideal Christmas would, if I had it my way all the time, I would love to invite people, just families, people, friends, other family members, strangers, whoever, 
people who don't have anyone else to spend Christmas with. And because the thought of other people being alone on Christmas is just devastating to me. Right. And right. so, um, so I would love to just invite a whole bunch of people over to our house and just have amazing. great fellowship and not worry so much. I, I, I do not like being in the kitchen. <laughs> I've told you that before. That <laughs> right. is not something that I enjoy. I cook out of necessity, not out of right. pleasure. And so for me to spend hours and hours and hours in the kitchen, slaving over the turkey and over the ham and over the, you know, green beans and potatoes and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my goodness. Right. Can we just make a ham sandwich? Like that'd be <laughs> totally. so much easier. Can we but, have a pizza? But I want it to look pretty. So I want to put out the fine right. china because I have beautiful Aww. fine china that my grandmother passed down to me. So I want to put the sandwich on a, you know, really pretty plate. <laughs> nice plate. <laughs> with my pretty cookies. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, I do. I do enjoy the food. It's just that the prep is so much work, but I would rather spend that time actually just fellow having good fellowship with other right. people who just want to hang out and have good fellowship and play games and play Christmas music right. until my ears, you know, hurt. And, <laughs> um, and so, so that's what I would love. One year we, this was uh, maybe, maybe about seven or eight years ago. Um, Lacey was a baby when we did this, we took a collection um, of blankets from just people. I think I actually just put it out on Facebook and said, Hey, we're going to just take up a blanket collection and we're going to go deliver mm-hmm. on them on Christmas uh, day to homeless people. And then we bought a bunch of sandwich stuff and we just made sandwiches and we made little, you know, sandwich goodie bags and we had blankets and we just went and drove around town on Christmas morning and found homeless people because in the town that we were from, there were a plethora of them. And, um, and so we just went and found people who were in need and we were just like, Hey, do you need a blanket? That is so precious. And it was so much fun. We need to do that again. Um, it was such a blessing. Yeah, that uh, sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. But I love um, that. But yeah, I mean, my my idea of what Christmas would look like is not usually my reality of what Christmas no. looks like, and that's okay, um, right? Because it's not all about me and what I want. It's about the family, right? And, what it's about, and I think that's yeah. where we get hung up on the Christmas ex- expectations because we we wait all year for what mm. it's supposed to be, and we see what everybody, what we think everybody else is doing, and. So I think some of the expectations are, you know, there's so much joy, so much laughter, so much fun, so many traditions, the cookies, the, all these things. But I think there's there's the reality of, you know, this year's the, I, I think of my dear friend and this will be her first Christmas. Her, her mom just passed away. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, that's not very joyful. And I yeah. remember one year on Christmas day, um, Jesse was, he was law enforcement. So he was working and it was, I was taking down our tree on Christmas day with two little tiny, you know, two kids under three at the time, two kids under two, um, taking down the tree, packing up the house. Cause we were leaving town. And I, I was looking at everybody's Facebook feeds. Cause that's so, you know, that's so hard. And everybody was having all these amazing times yeah. and I'm taking down the tree alone at home while my husband's at work. And I stop and I think, you know, that's probably what, I mean, there's probably more people having a realistic, mm-hmm. you know, a harder time on Christmas than what we anticipate or what we expect. But I think about expectations and I think how, um, as I was, as I was taking down the tree that day and kind of home alone with the crying baby and the ear infection and the everything. And I thought, you know, when Mary was getting, when Mary was engaged you know, she was probably dreaming about the dream wedding and the, the celebrations because they had beautiful celebrations then. And, you know, oh, the word Joseph and I are going to settle down and we're going to have the perfect 
you know, birth and I'll be surrounded by all the women that love me while I'm having my baby and just all the expectations that we have now when we have a wedding and then when we have a baby and then when we have Christmas. And, you know, I, I think the first Christmas was a Christmas full of um, expectations that didn't happen. You know, all, mm. all the expectations she probably dreamed of as a little girl growing up, none of it happened. And yet when we read, um, when we read the the story of, of how it all played out, she didn't grumble and complain. She didn't say, well, everybody else's, you know, Christmas or everybody, cause it was Christmas looked like this. You know, she said, yes, Lord is whatever you say I'll do. And then she ran to tell Elizabeth. She ran cause she was excited. All her expectations were blown. And yet she found her joy and her excitement in, in the Christ, you know, in, in Jesus. And, um, it says, she said, my soul praises the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. And mm-hmm. I think when all of our Christmas expectations, you know, when the, the ham is burned and the kids are fighting and the tree decorations are falling off and broken. And when, there's family drama. And there's family drama because that's just how it works, you know? And, and, you know, maybe there's a family member that's not there because you don't know where they are or all the stories that the people are listening to right now, everybody has their own hurt that comes into this season. And are we able to say, my soul praises the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, as Mary did. And I think the only way I know that the only way we can do that is when we really look at the baby, because that's all that Mary kept her eyes on. She kept her eyes on God's plan for her life and on the baby she was carrying. And when we keep our eyes on Jesus, all those expectations, all those traditions, all those they kind of fade into the background and there's nothing wrong with those things. They're beautiful. They're celebrations of, of what God has done, but they fade into the background when we really keep our eyes on the Lord. So as exciting as it is to talk about all the fun Christmas things, we have to remember that most people around us have a lot of expectations that aren't being met this holiday. So um, we keep our eyes on, on how it was at the very first Christmas. And we realize we probably are probably a little bit more normal Christmas, what we're having. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. such a good reminder, Abby, just to, to choose joy mm-hmm. in the midst of it. Um, I mean, there is, and it is a choice. Joy. It is a choice. And, you know, you look at our society today and how, and everything that is happening, Satan is doing his best job to take our eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. At Christmas time at Easter, you know, um, just in families in general, you, you just look at our culture and you're like, man, could, could they remove Jesus anymore? Right. And so to especially remove him from the very day that he came in, into the world to save right. us, you know, it just, you, you're so right on that. It's, we, we have to keep our eyes focused on him. Right. And when we take our eyes off of him and start focusing on all of the other stuff, that's when we yeah. find disappointment. Right. Um, but we I mean, imagine if Larry joy. it. Totally. And imagine if Mary sat in that stable and she was looking at the stinky cows and at the manure piled up and at the, you know, and then even looking at all the other people that had the, you know, there, there was no room at the end because it was full. And she could have thought all those people in there with their perfect little, you know, their perfect little first Christmases, but she didn't, she kept her eyes on that baby. And it's yeah. so easy for us to look around and say, well, look how they're spending Christmas and look what they're getting to do for Christmas. And, and then it starts to, it takes away the joy. But I think Mary is our greatest example of when all the expectations are blown out of the water, yeah. Yeah. that what remains is the, the Christ child. Yeah, that's right. I was reading uh, the other day, Psalm 1611, it says, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas time, if we are in the presence of God, there is fullness right. of joy and we can find our joy yes. even in the midst of 
our trials. Absolutely. Uh, because he is joy. He is Christmas. He's Christ mass. I mean, that's yep. it's all about him. And Absolutely. so taking our focus off of the gifts and the food and, and mm-hmm. everything else that we feel pressured into to doing. Right. Um, right. And just focusing on our savior. I mean, there is just no yeah. greater joy in, than doing that, uh, being Absolutely. in the presence of God. And so yeah, and there's nothing music. wrong with those things because they're ways of celebrating. You know, they're yeah. they're incredible ways of celebrating. But we have to remember they are ways of celebrating Jesus. They're not. Yes, they're not celebrating anything other than that. So when right. we give gifts, let us remember the greatest gift. When we're yes. eating food with everybody, let us remember that's a gift that God has given to us. So, right. you know, it's great to celebrate, but let's remember what we're celebrating. Yep. Yep. That's right. So good. And it was interesting. We were listening to Christmas music, of course, because that's what we do. And and let me say, Garrett does not love Christmas music. And he typically won't start really listening to it with us until like after Thanksgiving. <laughs> December 23rd, tonight, <laughs> but, today. <laughs> yes. But when we can listen to it, when it's just the girls and I, we will blast Christmas music. And uh, I think we were listening to Mariah Carey. And Lacey said, to me, she said, Mom, is Mariah Carey a Christian? And he said, I don't think so, honey. I'm pretty sure she's not. I mean, I can't judge her heart, but I, you know, I, I don't right. believe that she professes to be a Christian. And as she said, you know, I, it's interesting that she sings Christian music. Right. And, and I've thought about that. And I've thought, you know, that's it, Christmas is the only time that people who don't mm-hmm. even believe in Jesus sing about his right. grace and his glory. Is that <laughs> like, incredible? Oh, my joke's on you. Like, <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Do you even know what oh. you're saying? And, oh, um, it will be like every knee will bow. You know, right. it reminds oh, we, me of that verse. Every oh, knee yes. will bow. And there that's will be right. a day where every voice will sing. Every, you know? Yep. Every voice will Isn't proclaim the goodness of Christ. Ugh. And um, and so it's it's kind of funny. Do you have a, a favorite Christmas song? Oh my goodness. Okay, so here's one. I asked that to my my no, my two when my little boy was three. He came out and he said, Mama, I know my favorite Christmas song. And I said, what is it? And he said, the little drummer boy. And I said, why, honey? And he says, because I can say bum over and over and I don't get in trouble. (laughs) That is really funny. So I would have to say the little drummer boy is probably my favorite now because I can say bum. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Back it up. Is bum a bad word in your house? No, it's totally not. Okay. That's what's funny because I, I wipe my children's bums and sometimes I spank my children's bums. But for some reason, he just thought, I just, it's the heart of a boy, I guess. He just thought, oh, I can just sing potty talk. <laughs> I don't know, but that, I, that is, goes down in history. <laughs> that is really funny. Oh my goodness. Uh, that does definitely go down in history. My, you'll never listen to that song the same. <laughs> I will think of Carlson always when I hear that. <laughs> that is so funny. My favorite one by uh, far since I was a teenager is Oh Holy Night by Sandy Patty. I oh. love that song and I love the way she sings it. Like I could just listen to her sing oh. that over and over and over. Okay, you have to link to it somehow I will so we link can all to hear it. it. And okay, of course, perfect. You know, a lot of people listening to this are probably like, who's Sandy Patty? Who's Sandy Patty? <laughs> and now you all know how old we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she's even a little bit before our generation. Um, uh, but uh, she, I think she's more like our parents' generation, maybe in between. Really? Because then that really? shows I, I listened to her in high school. That's how hip I was. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like when I was in high school, like she was not a, you know, artists that teenagers would really listen to except for Abby of course except for me <laughs> but I did listen to her Christmas album and it was awesome oh um, fun yeah fun, fun. the other day I, I asked somebody something about a Christmas album and I was like it's kind of weird that we still call them Christmas albums because 
we don't listen to albums anymore, but yeah. what would you call it now? Like your Christmas the Christmas station the on Christmas station yeah. on iTunes? <laughs> totally on or Pandora. On, I don't know. On Pandora. My Christmas playlist. That's what they say. My Christmas playlist, right? Or is even yeah, but, that too old? Well, no, because I'm talking about like specific, like you wouldn't say what's your favorite Christmas playlist because I'm talking about a specific. Oh, yeah, that's true. An artist. A, a specific album. I don't know no what you'd say. I'm going to have to find. What's your favorite Christmas eight track? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cassette tape. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my word. We're going to have to, oh, I'm going to have to find a new word for album because I don't think that's a thing anymore. Anyway. And you can go to the Schoolhouse Rock Facebook page and tell us what we should be calling it if yes. it's not album. If it's not album. <laughs> yes. Go on the page and tell us. Anyway, it's so much fun talking to you and I am so grateful for you. Um, I pray that everyone listening to this has an amazing Christmas. We love you guys so much and you are a gift to us. Um, your your prayers, your encouragement, uh, you know, just this week again, we in one day, we actually got two emails just from people uh, just encouraging us and saying thank you for what you're doing with Schoolhouse Rocked, with the podcast, with the movie, um, you know, with everything. And um, and it was just such a blessing. It, we We need that encouragement. And um, we just need to know that there's people out there actually listening. And so we appreciate that. And we're so grateful for those of you who take the time to just pop on this podcast. You can be listening to a million other podcasts, but you've chosen to listen to this one today and listen to Abby and I talk about our goofy holiday traditions <laughs> and Christmas, you know, traditions and, and cookies and all that stuff. Um, but we are grateful for you. And as you're thinking through Christmas and and as the year is coming to an end, we would love to just ask you guys to one, continue praying for us. And then as you are considering any end of the year donations, um, we would love for you to just pray about um, supporting the ministry of Schoolhouse Rock. Everything we do costs money. And, um, and so we are very grateful for those who have come alongside us and supported us financially. And if you feel like the Lord is uh, putting it on your heart to do that, we would love to have you as part of just our financial support team, um, you can go to schoolhouserocked.com slash give, and that'll take you right to a page where you can easily just put in your information and um, give a year-end donation or a beginning of the year donation or whatever it is that the Lord puts on your heart because we definitely are in need of financial support. So so thank you again. And Abby, thank you for being on thank with me. Thank you. Merry Christmas, yes. everybody. Oh, Merry Christmas. And we love you guys. Have an awesome Christmas. And uh, we will see you back here next week. Bye-bye.